This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with H.A. Buck Wenzel, Mayor of Silvercliff. Buck, welcome to the program. Thanks, Gary. I'm honored to be here. We're going to give the town of Westcliff equal time. Paul will be on this program uh, shortly. Uh, let me ask, what's your backstory? Where'd you grow up? What did you do before coming here? How'd you find this place? Oh, gosh. So I was born on a beach in, outside of L.A., grew up there, went into the service United States Air Force when I was 17. And when I got out of the service, I relocated to Pueblo, Colorado. I spent 30 years there in law enforcement, retired. And then two previous sheriffs ago, Sheriff Joe called me out of retirement and asked me to come up here and join the Custer County Sheriff's Office. You're currently in your first four-year term. How, how much time left? I've got until next April for the next election. Okay. And you think you'll run again? Absolutely. I had a bucket list from the other mayors that were ticking through, and we've got a lot of pet projects that I'd like to see accomplished before I leave office. And who are the key people within the town government? You, you could name names or, just, or positions. You know, what, what makes the town tick? It's Management 101, Gary. To be successful, you surround yourself with great people, and I'm totally blessed to have my clerk, Eileen Squire, my building and zoning official, um, Mr. Roger Camper, my public works superintendent, Mr. Roger Squire, and we've got a new and upcoming player that's our parks facilities position now, Tim Krejci. Their heart and soul is our town. They're the ones that make myself, my mayor pro tem, and our board of trustees look like rock stars. Great. And under full disclosure, I am a resident of uh, Silvercliff myself up, up in uh, Silvercliff Ranch. It's actually part of the town. It is. <laughs> so what in your background favors you being a mayor? Well, that's a good question, Gary. I'm an elected official. I'm not a politician. I always try and do the right thing. I don't base my decisions on drama. I base them on fact and doing the right thing. I was a uh, trustee for the town for two years, then the mayor pro tem, and then I ran for mayor. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I have a fairly good working relationship with municipal government, but my 42 years of law enforcement was all county government, so there, it's, it was a little bit of a learning curve. Mm -hmm. I owe a lot of my success to what we call our mayor's roundtable group. It consists of all the, the mayors from Canyon City, Florence, all of the coal towns, Silvercliff and Westcliff, mm -hmm. we meet monthly. And from my first meeting until now, it's an incredible group. They took me under their wing. There's not one of them I can't call and say, hey, what do you think about this? What are we doing with that? And it was really helpful because at the onset of COVID, everybody was in a quandary at the time. Mm -hmm. That's great to have some peers that you can compare notes with. And as I recall from the Good Governance Award, you were elected mayor of the year for the state of Colorado for last year, 2022. Yes, sir. That's impressive. Thank you. I was yeah. honored. To what do you owe your uh, that recognition? To my staff. I really do. Okay. Um, when I received the award, I was totally humbled, honored, 
and I gave all the credit to my staff. Now, what can folks look forward to from the town of uh, Silvercliff for the next year, say? What's, what's kind of on the horizon? Gosh, Gary, I think one of the biggest questions every month when we meet at the mayor's roundtable is, when is your museum going to reopen? We were blessed. We got um, two significant grants from DOLA and CDOT, plus contributions from our county commissioners, the senior center, then CART, um, to be able to do a a total redo, uh, put a pavilion in the back for special events, Mm -hmm. um, storage sheds for artifacts. We're planning on reopening this Memorial Day. Building uh, is continuing, and we've got an EV charging station that's being built in the parking lot today as we speak. Uh, In the parking lot there at the museum? uh, Yes, sir. Okay. So when folks come down to see the the museum or when they're traveling through, they can stop and use the EV charging station and enjoy our museum or enjoy the restaurants that are within walking distance. Now, that's great. That's great. Let me ask, because it's been quite uh, evident, uh, the safe routes to school. We, we saw, for instance, by the Conoco Station, right in that complex, a lot of sidewalks going in, curbs. Is that project complete? Almost. Um, there's a couple studies and some parking issues that need to be resolved, but that project was a combined project um, between the town of Westcliff and the town of Silvercliff and CDOT to provide a safer route for children to get to school with. Now, when that was going on, there were significant CDOT crews, it looked like, working on that. So that was a major project. It was. And uh, we calculated from the day we started planning that to the day they started construction, it was four years and one day. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds par for the course, I think. So what are the key challenges that your town faces? Uh, Let me rephrase that. What are the key challenges that our town faces, since we're both part of it? I guess the biggest challenge, Gary, is money, of course. We have a lot of needs, and we're certainly cash disparaged to the point where we can't shell out a million dollars to redo our park. We can't shell out three, four, five million dollars to build a town plaza or a new town hall. So I call them opportunities, not challenges, but mm-hmm. those are some of the challenges and opportunities that we face. Uh, we've resubmitted four grants for our redoing our park. Other challenges are the voters said yes, 1% sales tax for roads only. It's not the panacea that everybody expected for roadways. Mm-hmm. What we're, we're gathering from that 1% sales tax is enough to repave one road per year. So based on that, I'll be like 124 <laughs> years old before every road is repaved in Silvercliff and the Silvercliff ranches. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask, uh, in the news of late, there's talk of the new Silvercliff Town Plaza as a uh, potential project in the future. I know CU Denver was part of that, uh, some of their grad students perhaps. How did that happen and what's the status of that? First of all, it's not our idea. I mean, that concept was born back in the 1980s, and it was an area that was called Middle Cliff at the time. Based on the amount of service that we're providing now with roads, parks, government services, building and zoning, and a lack of revenue, we realized that we need retail establishments to help our economy and to keep being able to provide those services. 
So about two and a half years ago, we contracted, we got a grant, a cash match grant from DOLA, who is partners with the architecture program at CU Denver. We met with them at the onset and gave them our vision to include photographs of Silvercliff back in the 1870s and some photo shots of Buckskin Joes. And that was our vision to be able to have an anchor for a town hall and totally populate it with small retail establishments. So tax revenues from some of these potential new businesses would help the revenue of the town and be able to then provide more services, et cetera? Absolutely. Okay. Let me ask, what do you see as the biggest opportunities for the town over the next few years? You mentioned you're anxious to run again for mayor. What do you see that you could get done within the next five years, say? Well, of course, the uh, the town plaza town hall concept would be amazing to know that we have retail establishments and a, a central retail point for Silvercliff. We've never, Silvercliff doesn't have a main street like our our fellow town. To be able to have a one-stop main street, amphitheater, all kinds of attractions and activities, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. We learned quickly during COVID, um, due to the cramped quarters of our town hall, that it was outgrown a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And we've lost four committee members and the potential for a couple trustees because of ADA requirements. They Mm -hmm. just can't get up the stairs. Mm -hmm. So those are a couple of things. We're in dire need of a makeover for a park. The attendance there is great. We've got the commemorative that's visited daily. We've got folks playing pickleball on an old ice rink. 20 to 50 people three times a week just using that feature. We're proud to be the uh, the host of the Bobcats, mm-hmm. uh, our baseball team, Little League, as well as the Pee Wees. Yeah. Our park's always busy. Mm-hmm. How does the uh, town of Silvercliff coordinate with its fellow town of Westcliff and then the county commissioners? There's a lot of overlapping things of interest to those three groups, I know. There are, Gary. Safe routes to schools, I think that was a remarkable participative agreement between both towns. Another agreement that we entered into several years ago was our fiber broadband agreement. When it bears fruition and we can receive the grant monies to complete that, that would benefit both towns as well as the county. So we have a lot of common interests, and I'd, I'd like to say we work well together. What have we missed as we run short of time? The potential is unlimited for our town. It's not like starting from scratch, but the potential is unlimited. It's just based on our creativity and our ability to obtain funds without strapping our taxpayers. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's a lot of money available for roads and users. So we're going to try and see if the state and the feds might help our little town at no impact to our taxpayers to help me pave some more streets other than than one street per year. (laughs) Um, The outlook is great. I've got a great crew. I've got a great board of trustees that are totally supportive and Everybody's heart lies within supporting and promoting our our little town. And compared to Westcliff, Silvercliff is quite large geographically. Yes, sir. We're 15.2 square miles. So there's a lot of potential just in that amount of space, I'm sure. There is. And we have uh, 
double-digit numbers of housing starts on hold mm-hmm. um, as we speak until such a time that the uh, moratorium on the sewer taps is lifted. And if you were to retire from the mayorship in one year or five years, what kind of hobbies do you go back to? Well, I love riding my motorcycles, my ATVs. I was a residential contractor while I was at the sheriff's office in Pueblo for over 30 years. I love building, shooting, fishing, um, not so much hunting unless it's waterfowl. So you've got something uh, to look forward to uh, down the line. Mayor Buck, thanks for stopping by. Gary, thanks so much for having me. I'm honored. We have been visiting with H.A. Buck Wenzel, mayor of the town of Silvercliff. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m., and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a